We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan as we continue going through the big picture points of some books in the Bible. Yep. Um, as we've asked the last couple weeks, we really encourage you to go to our YouTube channel, subscribe to us there if you haven't yet. Uh, that's another place, and this week we're adding more stuff to it as we've started a couple of other Bible classes. So, Even as we speak. Yeah, they're literally being uploaded right now. So uh, if you're interested in finding out any more of our teaching materials, we would really encourage you to go subscribe there to our YouTube channel. Um, this week, where are we going? Jude and Revelation. No, Jude. Oh, well, we've already See, done we usually, Revelation. We usually skip real quick over Jude. It's just that before and Revelation, but well, Jude is where we're going this week. Yeah, if it wasn't <laughs> in the same opening as Revelation, it would be really easy for me to just... And which chapter shall we study out of it? Once again, we're in one of those one-chapter books. One-chapter book, that's right. So he, This guy, his name is really Judas, and, Okay. and the book should be called Judas. But because we're prejudiced against that name... Yeah, it comes with some connotation We there. just shorten it to his nickname, Jude. Mm -hmm. But in the Greek text, it actually says Judas. And he was one of Jesus' four brothers that you read about in Matthew. James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. Judas. And this yeah. is that Judas, the brother of the Lord, that... Yeah. wrote this little book right yeah here. it's kind of fun that he calls himself a servant of jesus and a brother of james there like, you go I, I love that family relationship there yeah well and he's just probably he feels like it would be a little too much for him to claim to be the brother of jesus since jesus is the son of god yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right this this book is really about um fighting for the life of people's faith mm -hmm. in the face of ungodly people who would um, promote something totally different. We're going to start with verse 3, and we're going to read verse 3 and 4, if you would please there, Brother Jed. 3 and 4. Uh, he says, Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you con uh, appealing to you to contend for the faith that once for all delivered to the saints. For certain people have crept in unnoticed who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. All right, so Jude says he really wanted to write to them about something different, <clears throat> but he was almost forced by the situation to write to them to contend earnestly for the faith. Mm. Now, if you'll put a little box around um, contend earnestly for the faith, he's, he's talking about in the face of people trying to destroy the faith. And then there in the first part of verse 4, he tells why it's necessary to contend for the faith. For there are certain men crept mm -hmm. in privately. See? Yeah. 
And then a little bit later in the verse, underline where he says, ungodly men, that's this same group of men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. So there was two things that these guys were doing. One, turning God's grace into lasciviousness or a license for immorality. Right. And two, they were denying our Lord and master, Jesus Christ. It sounds, it's weird to me because I've been teaching 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. It sounds remarkably similar to what John was dealing with in 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Mm. The people that said it was okay to walk in darkness and you can still have fellowship with God. Yeah. And the people that denied that Jesus came in the flesh. And there's an element also, I'm hearing that Romans part where he talks about, you know, shall we continue you know, sinning so that God can be greater? Yes, so yes. So this seems to be a common thing that was having to be dealt with in the early church. Yeah, maybe so. So keep in mind here that he's, he's telling them to contend for the faith, the gospel, mm -hmm. the Christian lifestyle yeah. in the face of these ungodly men. Now he gives us some examples of how God deals with the ungodly in yeah. verses 5 through 8, if you'll read that for us. Okay, we'll read them all. Here we go. Now, I want to remind you that although you once fully know it, knew it, that Jesus, who saved a people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed those who did not believe. The angels who did not stay in their own position of authority but left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains unto glory, gloomy, in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities with which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desires serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. All right, now let's just look here. Notice your, your version in verse 5 says Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mine says the Lord. There must be a, a textual variant there. Mm -hmm. But um, notice number 1 in verse 5 God saved the people out of Egypt, but then afterward destroyed them. Yeah. So if you, you can be saved, but then later if you give up your faith and go along with these guys, you can be destroyed. Yeah. Example two, the angels, remember, mm -hmm. when the angels in heaven didn't keep their proper uh, habitation, God uh, cast them down into this everlasting darkness, whatever that is. Yeah. That's example two. That's two. Example three in verse seven, Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're set forth as an example, suffering the punishment of eternal uh, eternal fire. Yeah. So ungodliness leads to destruction. Leads to destruction. But in verse eight, notice he says, "In like manner, these." Mm -hmm. Well, if you go back to verse four, right. he mentioned those men that had crept in privately, those ungodly right. men. So he gets <clears throat> back to those men in verse eight, "In mm -hmm. like manner, these." Yeah. Now go down to verse. 10 at the first part of it. Notice he says, okay. but these, mm -hmm. that's still those ungodly men. Right. A rail at whatever they don't know uh, they under, uh, and what they understand naturally. Uh, these and they, down mm -hmm. at the end of the verse, in these things they destroyed. Yeah. Woe to them, verse 11, for they went the way of Cain. Right. Verse 12, these are they who are hidden rocks in your love feast. See, they're like a rock that you're gonna break your boat on. Yeah. Uh, they, they're shepherds that feast with you uh, without fear, feed themselves. They're, they're, they're wolves in sheep clothing. They're clouds without water. Verse 13, they're wild waves of the sea. Hmm. Uh, verse uh, 13, they're wandering stars. 
Now he, he's talking about these ungodly men. Read verse 14. It was also about these that Enoch, the, ser- the seventh, yeah, seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord came with ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that the ungodly sinners have spoken against him. What do you think is his favorite word in that verse right there? Hmm... He says ungodly, ungodly a lot. And that goes back to verse 4 where he talks about these ungodly men who have crept in and they're right. trying to put this, you can live in immorality and you can deny the Lord Jesus and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And notice verse 16, these same group yeah. of people yeah. are murmurs, complainers, walking after their own lusts, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he's afraid I, of these guys and the influence they're going to have. I just have to read the end of that verse. The way the ESV writes it, they are loud-mouthed boasters who show favoritism to gain advantage. There you I go. Just, it lays it out pretty plain It there. sure does. And he calls it what it is. But notice, after all these verses, since verse 4, he's been talking about these and they, these ungodly people. Yeah. He changes in verse 17, and read verse Mm -hmm. 17 there. He says, But you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, Tom and I assume about the apostles. The apostles, yeah. They said to you, in the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. Yep. So, but you, beloved, as as distinct from these guys, these ungodly men, you need to remember the words of uh, the apostles and yeah. the Lord Jesus, because that's where our faith is. And notice that in verse 19, he talks about these mockers. He says, these are they who make separation, sensual, having not the spirit. But again, mm-hmm. he says, but ye, beloved. Yeah. So in verse 17 and in verse 20, he says, you need to, number one, remember the words of the apostles and Jesus. Number mm-hmm. two, read verse 20. Verse 20, but you, beloved, build yourselves up in your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep going. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. All right. So what we're supposed to do is remember the words of the apostles and Jesus. Mm -hmm. Build yourself up in your faith because verse 3, he said, you need to contend for the faith. Don't just give it up and go along with these guys. Right. Build yourselves up in your faith, and you do that by building yourself up in the faith of Jesus and the apostles, mm-hmm. praying in the Spirit all the time, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the opposite of what's going to happen to the ungodly. Right. We're, we're going to stay within the mercy and the love of God, see, yeah. because we're yeah. trying to trust in Him. Notice how he, he tells them to deal with people that might be affected in verse 23. Yeah. Um can we start in 22? Yeah. All right. So in verse 22, have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garments that are stained by the flesh. All right. So he's talking about those people among the Christians that might be on the fence about to go with these yeah. ungodly people. The ones that are just doubting and they don't know what to think, have mercy on them. Be patient with them. Mm-hmm. Help teach them. 
save some, snatching them out of the fire. They're about to go yeah. over into the camp of the ungodly, pull them back in. Mm -hmm. And then he says, on some have mercy with fear, hating the garment, because these people are really acting like they're going along with the ungodly. Don't right. let them drag you in there with them. Right. All right. So, so then... Um, that's basically uh, the end of the, the, the exhortation. So what is the book of Jude? Right. It is what? a warning okay. to God's people not to be sucked into this ungodliness and, and uh, denial of the lifestyle that Jesus taught and the, and the person of Jesus and his nature and to fight not only for your own faith, but try to save others from going into this. Yeah. Now, we don't ever like to talk about like false teaching or something, but this no. book's about it. I was going to say, a lot of times, and I've heard people pull this, this verse, that 22 and 23, and they apply it specifically to like unbelievers that well, were snatching from the fire. Now, this is talking and, about Christians who are going to turn their back on the Lord yeah. Jesus Christ. And I think that's the part that, like you say, it's tough for us to talk about sometimes. Usually it's like, well, you're already in, so you're in. No. You know. That's why you use those examples. God called them out of Egypt and set them free, but mm. then, you know, he destroyed them. Yeah. Those angels were already in heaven, and they got thrown down, you know. Yeah. It's, so, a, it's yeah. an uncomfortable bit of teaching. Yes. But then, like he says, he calls you back to read what the apostles have written, read what your Lord Jesus has said. And trust in those things. Yes, and so many today are forgetting what the apostles and Jesus said, and they're going off with every bit of the latest stuff, hmm. and they need to remember this. Yeah. Or they're calling ungodliness like it's okay and accepting it, immorality. And yeah. Read the book of Jude, it's brothers a short and sisters read. and friends, and you'll get Jesus' own brother telling you what he heard from Jesus himself. So... Hope you'll take the message and have a good day. Yeah. See ya. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.